Well, yesterday, UCP leadership hopeful Danielle Smith filed her nomination papers and paid in full the $175,000 fee that is required to run for leadership of the party, the first to do so. She's got some wind in her sails and uh, delighted that she's agreed to join us this morning. Danielle, thank you for your time. appreciate it. Always nice to chat. Yeah, hi, Shay. Thanks for having me. Yeah, how are things going? I mean, you obviously you got to be feeling like things are headed in a great direction for you, campaign going well so far. We are, you know, I love traveling this province. It's just one of the delights about campaigning is going to different places, seeing interesting things, having great food, having great conversation. It's amazing to me always just as well, just how much we have in common, whether we live in Calgary or Edmonton or rural Alberta. So uh, I've been pretty busy traveling quite a bit, going to a lot of stampede parties. So I've taken it a little easy <laughs> today. I don't know if you managed to get out much for those stampede parties, but my gosh, there's a ton of them out there and it's, the- been, it's been super fun to be right back into it again. Yeah, there must do's. There's no question about it. I want to ask you about some of the things. Obviously, the big headline uh, in your campaign so far is the Sovereignty Act, the Day One Sovereignty Act, which has a number of different wrinkles into it. The one that stands out to most people, I think, as you know, is, yeah, if there's federal laws that we think are, you know, injurious to Alberta, we just won't enforce them. We're just going to ignore them. Um, As you know, in the business, has legal looked at that, Danielle? There are a lot of scholars and there's a lot of other, you know, leadership hopefuls who even say, that that doesn't even make sense. Legally, that can't happen. So how secure are you in saying that you can go ahead with that and it's not just going to be thrown out of court before it even starts? Well, I do have a couple of lawyers on my campaign team. One of them, Rob Anderson, who is practicing as a lawyer and was one of my key policy people when we were back in in uh, the legislature a number of years ago. And I think once people see the wording, they'll understand what we are uh, aiming to do is to assert the Constitution and the Charter of Rights and Freedoms as the highest law in the land, which they should be. I, mean, I think we, <clears throat> we have to be aware that we've been Sorry, I'm a little throaty. No, sorry. Right, yeah, we we have to be aware that the the federal government under Justin Trudeau has really been he he created a constitutional crisis in November of 2015 when he violated the Constitution and his his jurisdiction and requirement under the Constitution to facilitate trade and commerce by putting economic sanctions on Alberta and telling us we couldn't sell our products. Now I think we've been pussyfooting around and playing nice about that, but there's no question that uh, the the law of the land, which is the uh, section 92 and 92A of the Constitution that gives us the exclusive right to develop our resources has been violated. There's also no doubt in the last two years that the Charter of Rights and Freedoms has not been respected. So when I look at the Sovereignty Act, essentially what it would say is that if we perceive that the federal government is passing policies that violate our constitutional rights under section 92 uh, or, or the rights of our citizens under the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, we're simply not going to enforce it. And so if they want to take us to court because we're standing by the Constitution and they're not, I'm, I'd be prepared to fight that out. Yes. Yeah, well, they, they certainly would take it. I mean, you mentioned you mentioned um, uh, Rob Anderson. He, he himself has said he doesn't think this would stand up in, in terms of constitutional challenge and, and going to the Supreme Court. He says he's questionable as to whether or not it has a legal leg to stand on. It depends how you use it. I mean, I look at what's happened in Quebec. When the Emergencies Act was declared, then the Quebec convened their National Assembly, which is what they call yeah. it, and they said, we're not going to enforce that here. And why didn't we do the same, especially now that we're seeing that there was very, very little legitimacy 
for uh, invoking the, the Emergencies Act. We've seen that through the testimony in the legislature. We also should have said that when they started seizing bank accounts, we should have encouraged people to move their money over to credit unions and say, no, sorry, we're not going to be seizing bank accounts either. We won't enforce that here. You look at British Columbia as well. British Columbia just got a reprieve from enforcing the Controlled Drugs and Substances Act. So you can now legally own and possess and use fentanyl and cocaine and crack and crack and where where, where can you do that in in british columbia they they've asked for an exemption from the controlled right. uh, drugs substances act which is federal law and so i guess what i'm saying is that we've seen precedent for this in other provinces uh, we'd have to look at it on a case-by-case basis but mostly i'm just drawing a line with yeah. ottawa stay out of our jurisdiction and we won't have to invoke it um okay uh Obviously, it's wildly popular with a number of people that you need to support you for leadership of the UCP. And we're seeing the numbers 25, 30 percent of Albertans are on board with this. They like what you're doing. Um, They're all UCP um, voters. So it's going very well with your leadership campaign. But there's also polling that shows, you know what, it's going to set you up to get whacked by Rachel Notley when we go to a general election, because a lot of people, frankly, find this to be extreme, to be not something they could possibly support. Are you worried that you're going to have to try and pivot from some of the things you're talking about here to be more palatable in a general election? There's a whole range of policies that we're putting forward. And so, you know, what you do in politics is you you bring together coalitions. There's a coalition of voters that are gravely concerned about our relationship with Ottawa. There's also a coalition of voters that are gravely concerned that Ottawa is going to force vaccine mandates again once we get into fall respiratory virus season. I've said we're not going to do that either. And there's also a a portion of the population gravely concerned that our healthcare system has demonstrated it can't uh, can't perform under pressure. is, but so, it's a minority. You know that. I'm just saying those are three huge issues that, um, and I put policy forward on all three of them. Just today, I announced uh, our health spending accounts as well. That we would start with uh, $300 in a health spending account in the fall, so that people could uh, can start taking control over their own health care and start putting some investment in preventative measures. So not everybody is going to love every single policy that a, a politician puts forward. But I, I would tell you on on this, when it gets comes to getting tough with Ottawa, I'd put myself up against Rachel Notley any day. You have to remember, she uh, acquiesced. The reason we have a carbon tax is because she was the first to put it in. She also put a cap on our oil sense. She also phased out coal. She also put in an aggressive target, a 45% reduction in methane. Well, hang on. When you mention a carbon tax, Daniel, let me, just, I mean, let me finish that, Shay, because she said that that was going to get a social license, and we believed her, and it didn't. What did we get instead? We got the Bill C-48, which doesn't allow us to export our resources. We got Bill C-69, which doesn't allow us to develop our resources. We got cancellations of Energy East, cancellation of Northern Gateway, cancellation of the tech frontier your mind. So that's what happens when you play nice with Ottawa and try to acquiesce to their demands is that they push back against you even harder. So we're drawing a clear line. And yeah, I think I'll be able to to demonstrate to Albertans well, that I'll be tougher with Ottawa than Rachel Notley will. Okay. But the flip side to that is you push back on the carbon tax. Jason Kenney did said we're getting rid of the carbon tax. Okay. You can't. That means the federal carbon tax is now in place in Alberta. So instead of the money being collected from the carbon tax, staying in Alberta and being in Alberta's control, we're sending the money straight off to Ottawa. So in the end, it ended up costing Albertans. I don't think there should be a retail carbon tax. But it's there sad is. That I mean, it's gone to the Supreme Court, and there is, Daniel. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sad that we're not, we weren't able to win that through the Supreme Court. And I think that also shows sort of the flawed nature of how the Confederation works. I mean, we should have the ability to make these kinds of, of decisions locally. I mean, when you look at the Supreme Court, you've got three judges that are appointed by Quebec. We've got no judges that are guaranteed to be appointed by, appointed by Alberta. So I think we, we do have to get into some constitutional discussions about how we would change our relationship with Ottawa. And that's what all of this is really about, mm-hmm. is when you look at the trajectory that we are on, that we're going to be the second largest economy within the next few years. By about 2050, we're going to be the second most populous province by projections I've seen uh, that, that, uh, based on some uh, Stats Canada studies. And so when you look at that, how, how are we going to continue to operate in a country that is so unbalanced and unfair to Alberta? We don't get the Supreme Court justice appointees like Quebec do. They've got 24 Senate seats. We've got six. They've got a guaranteed number of House of Commons seats, and we don't. Like I think there's a constitutional reckoning coming, and people need to realize that. So the question I would have is, when are we going to stand up and start acting like a senior partner in confederation and stop acting like a junior player and i say that times now um okay running out of time one more before i let you go though uh and, and not to deal with ottawa but to deal with alberta right now we are seeing record um oil production record profits all the rest uh, surpluses just overnight blooming surpluses what do you do with that surplus what's your plan how do you handle that I think we have to realize that we have $16 billion worth of resource revenue and we only have a $4 billion surplus. So that means that we still have a structural deficit of $12 billion. We've got to focus on how we're going to bring that structural deficit down because we aren't going to have these high oil prices and these royalty revenues for forever. We know that we can, when the bottom falls out, it falls out and crashes in a, a pretty bad way. So I think what we still need to do is we need to get our spending and our revenues right-sized and we need to be spent, saving a heck of a lot more of uh, our overall our revenues. I'd like to build that fund up. If you look at Norway... On Alaska, they have massive funds that generate a long-term investment income that can ultimately be used to supplement program spending or reduce taxes. So I'd like to do do a much better job of stewarding that resource wealth while we have it to make sure that we we save more and that we become debt-free. That was one of the when I, yeah. I when you announced today that we were paid in full in our in our uh, cam, in our campaign. I I remember Ralph Klein holding up that sign, paid yep. in full, and that's part of my Alberta identi- identity to be debt-free. I'd sure like to, us to get back there again. Daniel, thank you so much for your time. Always nice to chat. Uh, We'll do this again as we go along. You bet. Thanks, Jay. Thank you. That's Daniel Smith, UCP leadership candidate.